What's going on, guys? Macho Man Maddie Savage back once again. I took a little short hiatus. Uh, thank you to Dan Go for covering me for me on uh, the Raw recap a couple weeks back. But I am back. Raw recap time, October 18th, three hours and 15 minutes of your time. Guys, this is the final episode of Raw before this Thursday's Crown Jewel pay-per-view, which I know everybody is super thrilled about. Thursday at 12 p.m. when everybody's pretty much working. But that's besides the point. We got to wrap up this final card that they built towards that pay-per-view. This is the final episode of Raw before the draft officially becomes official. Because, again, the draft happened a couple weeks ago. And, yeah, we've been seeing a lot of SmackDown over on Raw, Raw over on SmackDown. You know, when I first saw this happen, I'm like, man, why the hell would you have a draft and not have it go into effect until after Crown Jewel? But the more I sat back and thought about it, I thought to myself, man, what an opportunity that they have over these next couple of weeks to really try to gauge some audience and, you know, throw something different out there by utilizing some of the SmackDown superstars on Raw and vice versa. So it, it was a business move when you when you really look at it. They were trying to be able to utilize all resources up until this draft goes into effect. Um, and I think overall, I think they did a pretty good job at that over the past couple weeks from what I've been seeing. Um, but let's, let's get into this episode of Raw. Like I said, three hours, 15 minutes of your time. Let's roll, guys. First off... We get the queen, Charlotte Flair, kicking off the show. Um, she basically talks about how this is her her last episode of Raw, and she was hoping for this extravagant exit, you know, balloons, champagne, all that bullshit. Um, cue up Bianca Belair. Out she comes because the main event of this episode of Raw is Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. So you're probably wondering, hmm, Charlotte Flair's about to head over to SmackDown, is she bringing that Raw title with her? It kind of just seems like Bianca Belair would probably win this main event. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but this promo was really just a build-up towards their main event match later on in the show. Next up, we get the King of the Ring continuing on. Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal for a shot at the finals against Finn Balor. So... I'm loving the push that Xavier Woods is getting here from uh, as a singles competitor. I think I've talked about it numerous times on uh, previous podcasts. And this is an opportunity to really propel him to that next level, whether that means that the New Day will end up going their own separate ways and he can go challenge for like the United States Championship. I, I mean, I don't know. But he's shown time and time again that he deserves to be in this spot. Uh, I really was expecting to see Jinder Mahal pick up the win here, considering Crown Jewel is, um, I mean, they pushed him towards that 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 part of the country a couple years back when he did win the championship, if you guys remember that run. Um, but Xavier Woods continues his run. He picks up the win, and he is moving on to the finals against Finn Balor. So that should be a, a really entertaining matchup at Crown Jewel this Thursday, whether you end up watching it or watching the repeat. Uh, Death will be on the lookout for that one. Next up, we get Austin Theory versus Jeff Hardy. So how did this come about? Austin Theory was backstage, cut a quick promo. Um, he was interrupted by the craziness of the 24-7 championship, which, again, just a joke at this point. Um, he he runs into R-Truth. They, they kind of exchange some words. R-Truth says, well, it looks like you want a match. He comes out. So out comes Austin Theory. 
our truth comes out and he says, I accepted your challenge, but it was actually on behalf of my friend and his friend is Jeff Hardy. So out comes Jeff Hardy, who's already lost to Austin Theory. This is his final night on Monday Night Raw because he's on his way over to SmackDown. And here we saw, once again, Austin Theory pick up the win, continuing some momentum. Really love the Austin Theory character. I'm excited to see where he's going to go from here. Hopefully he doesn't fall into mid-card irrelevance once this draft now goes into effect starting next week. But he's definitely off to a good start in that regard. Now let's talk about the WWE Championship because Big E will team up once again with his opponent this Thursday, Drew McIntyre, to take on the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Man, those guys have just become totally irrelevant to me, but that's besides the point. Last week, uh, there was some dissension, of course, between Big E and Drew McIntyre. They're going to take on one another for the title this Thursday, but they put differences aside, teamed up once again, again, I don't know why after last week, Drew McIntyre laid out Big E with the Claymore to end the show, but I guess all is good. They they win the match, of course, as expected, and then they kind of just had a little face-off to end that segment, finishing off the build towards their match this Thursday. Now we get Monsoor versus Cedric Alexander from the Hurt Business, and all I'm really going to say about this is Monsoor picks up the win. Uh, building up some steam towards his match against Mustafa Ali this Thursday at Crown Jewel. And he cut a promo. Ali came out after the match, started talking about how he was going to beat him at Crown Jewel. Mansoor got on the mic. This is probably the most I've ever heard him speak. And he he gave some passion about how Ali is a coward and how he's going to beat him up on Thursday. It was kind of cheesy and corny, but, I mean, props to Mansoor because he's trying, I guess. So we'll see how that match turns out at the pay-per-view. Now we got RK-Bro, the Raw Tag Team Champions, versus the Street Profits. They are back on Raw, and they want the smoke. So we get a matchup here. I I believe Jimmy Smith said that this was a title match. I didn't see that in the graphic of the actual match itself, but he did say it was going to be for the titles. Um, I don't think it actually was, but... Either way, it doesn't matter because WWE went their old school route of a no finish, DQ finish to uh, protect the Street Profits here. And because they didn't really know how else to finish off the match. So definitely excited to see the Street Profits back on Monday Night Raw on a reoccurring basis going forward for sure. I, I was upset when they initially got drafted over to SmackDown a couple years back. But they're back on the red brand. They're going to be bringing that smoke, so hopefully RK-Bro can keep up with with the Street Profits because that's going to be uh, the, the top competition in that tag team division, even though AJ Styles and Omos are lurking with a title opportunity this Thursday as well. Now let's talk about the Queen's Crown Tournament. We already know Zelina Vega's in the finals, so who's she going to take on between Shayna Baszler and Dewdrop? And, man... I really thought they were going to go double heel here, really push Shayna Baszler as the the queen. You know, she's already called the queen of spades. I thought she was going to become the queen's crown, but we saw an upset victory here on a roll-up. So Shayna Baszler had the Kirifuda clutch on Dewdrop. Dewdrop ended up, I mean, she fought, fought hard. She didn't tap out, and she ended up just kind of hitting her with a roll-up and getting the win. So... 
Uh, Zelina Vega was there. She was sitting on her throne already, presuming that she is going to be the, the the Queen's Crown winner. Um, but yeah, we're going to get Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega for the Queen's Crown uh, this Thursday at Crown Jewel. We had a quick little short interview, one last interview between Goldberg and Bobby Lashley. Um, it was clearly pre-taped, I believe. And they just exchanged words about their no-holds-barred match that's coming at Crown Jewel. Nothing big to speak of. Um, they both kind of said what they've already been saying. Bobby Lashley's saying he's going to end Goldberg's career, and Goldberg's saying that he's going to kill Bobby Lashley. Um, so we'll see how that match turns out. I'm glad it's going to be a no-holds-barred match so that there's some more physicality, I guess. Um, but, man... I really hope Bobby Lashley just squashes Goldberg and just gets rid of him off my TV because I'm all set, man. So Finn Balor, as I mentioned, he is in the King of the Ring finals. He takes on Mace here with Xavier Woods, who won earlier in the night. He was sitting on top of his King's throne. And, yeah, Mace was never, was never going to win this. Finn Balor picks up a win. He does a stare down with Xavier Woods at the top of the ramp. And again, just one final build towards their matchup this upcoming Thursday. Now we get into our main event. Charlotte Flair defending the Raw Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. And man, they gave these women almost a full half hour to work with here. It went through two commercial breaks, if I'm not mistaken. And this was pay-per-view quality, pay-per-view caliber, man. It was just that damn good. These two... They haven't had too many encounters, um, but, man, they look so natural in the ring against one another. They really tore the house down in that main event. And what's unfortunate here is we had a DQ finish. Unfortunately, when it looked like things were heading south for Charlotte Flair, she rolled to the outside. She grabbed a steel chair and hit Bianca Belair with it. Ref calls for the bell. Ouch. You hate to see that when you, you, you have such a great 20-plus minute match to main event your episode of Raw to just end in a DQ finish. Um, like I said, I thought this was going to be a way of getting that title off of Charlotte once again to bring the, the Raw gold back over to the Raw brand because Bel Air will be on Raw going forward and Charlotte will not. That did not happen. Um, but to wrap up this particular match again, ended in a DQ Bianca Belair ended up getting the chair and taking out Charlotte Flair. She stood tall to end this episode of Raw. Um, so a lot of questions still need to be answered, obviously. Charlotte Flair is taking that Raw championship over to SmackDown. Be uh, Becky Lynch, who was not on this episode of Raw, she's defending her title in a triple threat match at Crown Jewel, the SmackDown Women's Championship. So my guess is that she's going to hold on to that title as well, and there's going to be a clean swap of titles between... Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, maybe on Friday Night SmackDown, maybe on Raw, I don't know. But that's the story they still got to tell to wrap that all up. But as for this episode of Raw, I'm going with a, a flat C here. It was an average show. Uh, really loved the main event again. Like the, the finishing builds that they finished off for this Thursday's Crown Jewel pay-per-view, whether you like that they're going to Saudi Arabia or not. Uh, whether you like that the show is going to be on at 12 p.m. in the afternoon or not. Uh, yeah, I don't like that because I'm working. But nevertheless, uh, a C for this episode of Raw. Really looking forward to the new era 
of Monday Night Raw that begins next week. So we'll see what they bring to the table. We'll see how that pay-per-view wraps up. But I am back. I'm back in action. I am the Macho Man Matty Savage here to give you a three-hour recap of Monday Night Raw in 15 minutes of your time. As always, thank you all for tuning in, and I will talk to you all next week.